Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Business Boys. It has been a while. Hope everyone's doing great. It is fucking great to be back. Let me tell you, I'm here with my main man, as always, Mr. Super Spence. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's been way too long. Uh, honestly, don't even remember how we usually do these podcasts, but I'm super pumped that we're back. We're live. You're all fresh off uh, some sunshine down in Florida. It's been pretty nice in Toronto. Smooth winter. Can't complain. Life is just good, man. Yeah, the sun was nice. I spent a lot of the time in the car, but hey, I didn't have to put a jacket on in, in the morning or walk through the snow, which apparently everyone had to do in Montreal, and I came back to some plus four degrees weather here. I pretty much missed fucking winter, so pretty happy about that. And uh, yeah, happy to be back here. Again, feeling a little rusty, husty about the podcast, but you know, we'll, we'll get back into the swing of things. Yeah, we'll go I, slow today, you know? Yeah. Slowly, take it slow. slow. Take, take, it, please, take it slow. Um. I don't know. Why don't we just get right into it, I guess? Uh, yeah. We got well, a ton of biz I, news. Yeah, a ton of biz news. There's one thing I can't take too slow today, though. What's that? Considering I'm the loser of the Super Bowl bet, another bet I lose. <laughs> so, it was a close one. I guess I got to chug this fucking beer. Yeah, no pressure, no rush. Ah, well, you know, bet's a bet, you know, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> So here at the business boys, uh, we practice what we preach, you know, we're a men of our words. So I'm going to stick this down while, uh, Spence, uh, gets into it. Yeah, it was, uh, we didn't even recap the game. We've been gone for so long, but, uh, looked like I was chugging the beer the whole time. I was preparing myself, thinking about what beer I was going to chug. And then, uh, a little Mahomes magic at the end, my little, uh, eight to one chief Super Bowl bet paid off. So that was nice. And uh, I have completely moved on, forgotten about football. I have my Sundays again. My girlfriend is way less annoyed with me because uh, I'm not always obsessing about it. So uh, I feel like a free man it's in, in nice. a sort of it's way. It's pretty liberating. Like you're like, yeah. like someone's like, oh, do you want to get together on Sunday? And you're like, no, nah, I can't. Yes, I can. Yeah, I have my Sundays back. But you know what is rapidly approaching? What's that? March Madness. Oh, and I will be putting money down on oh, something baby. I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun. I'm fucking excited. Yeah, I feel like you'll have an edge, uh, the edge on me there. Uh, probably get get me to chug a beer after losing a bet there somehow. We'll see. I don't know much about college ball either, but we'll tar heels. Yeah. Uh, right before the pod, I, I was telling Jimmy how I got plateaued on gin and tonics a couple weeks ago and uh i see you threw down the notes that you got clawed oh uh, i got clawed hard I'm guessing you drank white claw a bunch of white claws or, or yeah what? i never really like i've seen them around you know like i've never really indulged much myself like you know at home i'll just if i'm gonna drink like gin tonics or, or like the, i'm gonna drink hard alcohol i'll just get you know the, the alcohol myself or usually i'll just crush some beers but you know, there's a couple boys who are into the the white claws man they go down so smooth it's like a seltzer, right? Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a hard seltzer. Right. Um, get them in a nice twelve pack at the CVS. Uh, I play some beer pong, like moitié moitié, half and half beer pong with beer and and white claws will get you nice and fucked up. And like you can even like put them down. They're a nice like end of night drink when you've like had too many beers too. Pretty good. What's I also the percentage know, on those bad boys. I don't know. I think it's like around five. Ah, it's perfect. Check. 
But um, I was I was like, who owns like White Claw? It's five percent. Thanks, Stats Guy. Um, so yeah, I was looking at like who owns them, and it's this uh, I forget what they're called. It's like uh, Mark Anthony Brands, no? Mark Anthony Brands, the yeah, singer. J Lo's first husband. Is it really him? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's the same name, but. But, um, yeah, they're the same people who own, uh, I don't know the second drink, Cayman Jack, but I do know Mike's Lemonade, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, yeah. I know that one, too. Those aren't bad. I've had those a few times. Yeah, bad at all. Um, so yeah, I tried to look so at the, the company, too. I think from, they're... That's uh, what the girl orders from uh, Jonah Hill in uh, Superbad. <laughs> and she orders Kyle's Killer Lemonade. Yeah, but I think it's just like a naming rights thing, no? Oh, they couldn't get the... Uh, they don't want to pay them for brand sponsorship. Yeah, I tried to do some research on the company. I don't think they're public. I think it's a private company. Pretty secretive. Yeah. Because I was surprised. I was like, it's got to be like friggin' Anbev who owns them or something, right? Yeah. No. Um, speaking of seltzers, like this is maybe even 2018 it kind of started and now it's, it's legit. Like seltzers are just selling like crazy. Um, that's where all the big alcoholic beverage companies are really seeing mainly most of their growth is in the seltzer category, the hard seltzers. And uh, good old Molson Coors is getting into the, the seltzer race with uh, a creatively called, a creatively named drink called Vizzy. Um, pretty cool cans. They're uh, Vizzy hard seltzer. I think there's like four flavors, black cherry, pineapple, pineapple mango strawberry and uh, blueberry pomeran and they have like anti vitamin c antioxidant in them i i don't know how much or anything but uh you know probably maybe, long overdue here's the hang helps cure the hangover while you're getting fucked i don't know yeah <laughs> uh probably long overdue but i think for a company kind of like molson Coors, which has uh, struggled a little bit to innovate in the past few years that hopefully it doesn't taste like complete dog shit and uh i think it's like a good step for them Man, I have to pick some up this weekend. I don't know if it's Can out. I, I don't think it's out yet. Uh, let me try to get Stats Guy on a date here, but uh, I think you might have to wait a month or two. Okay. Speaking of waiting and not having to wait any longer, I tried uh, Coke Energy while I was in Florida. Oh, it's here too now, by the way. I saw. The oh, yeah, I did store. notice that, but I had one. It's... Um, Look, like if you're looking for an energy drink to drink in the middle of your beer drinking, a super sugary Coca-Cola with extra energy in it in it is not going to do the trick. I'll tell you that much. But I feel like if you're like a Coke fan and you're looking for a little spruce, it's kind of nice. But it was pretty sugary. It was a little. It was a little syrupy. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes they make the di- drinks different in Quebec and uh, Canada and then in the states. So we'll see how they do it here. I'll be interested to try another one when I'm not as drunk. Uh, would you say it's good to mix with uh, rum or something or no? Yeah. 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 It tastes like more or less the same. Okay. Just maybe a little bit more syrupy. I do love the syrup taste in uh, pop, so mm. I might be all in on that. <laughs> pop. And then, uh, yeah, we got a bunch of like little business news. I guess, uh, what do you want to start off with? You want to start, why don't we start off with the crazy one, the psychedelic one? Okay, let's talk about some psychedelics. Um, yeah, so this new psychedelic company going public. I forget what they're called right now, um, but they're Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. 
I would assume. Sounds like a Canadian thing to do. But um, unlike cannabis, um, this these uh, psychedelic companies have a, a big potential for U.S. funding because there is they do they are proven to help with PTSD and, and depression. Um, so the FDA has approved some non hallucinogenic. Um, you know, cures as well. So, you know, there's, there's some, there's some high level interest in them. So I uh, could, it could help them uh, as they go public or just Kevin O'Leary is an yeah. investor, which uh, is like ironic. Cause he always says to stay off the weed on, a, on shark yep. tank, but it's got the different, uh, different appeal, more, uh, more medicinal use as opposed to just like a bunch of potheads, I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I would, I would compare it to, by the way, it's called mind medicine. So, um, pretty uh, self-explanatory name there but i would compare it to like a like an early research stage pharmaceutical company like they're kind of they don't really have any revenue obviously anything yet it's it's illegal shit but um you know they're just kind of like doing uh they're doing tests um and seeing if there's like official like uh medical benefits to some psychedelic based drugs um i think they mention LSD, uh, magic no, mushrooms, and uh, M- and uh, MDMA. Yeah, maybe LSD too. Very interesting. So it's uh, yeah. I mean, if you if you really think we're gonna go down that route, it's it's probably gonna have a really low valuation at first. Uh, but yeah, if you thought uh, pot companies going public and getting huge was crazy, then you're you're in for a real treat now. <laughs> a real treat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that was some pretty crazy news. It's It's been a, honestly a wild fucking 2020 so far. It's it's just been, because yeah, it's been pretty shit, let's be honest. And Yeah, not a great start to the decade. Yeah, and you know, right now the coronavirus is, is really having a, a pretty global impact on pretty much, I mean, unless you're in like in a video game or like social media or uh, Zoom video, like a work from home like uh (laughs) software where you can collaborate with everyone it's pretty tough because supply chains which are mostly in china and not even just china but elsewhere too are closed down slow to reopen uh people aren't spending as much money people don't want to travel cruise ships airlines getting crushed it's uh man it it, it happened right after the holidays as well so there's still a bunch of people who are stuck there um there's quarantines going on everywhere it's uh there was some news today about uh gilead gilead um doing a phase two or phase three uh trial for a drug which is very very rapid but it seems like the fda wants to pump out uh some sort of cure as soon as they can yeah makes sense and it's hard to really pinpoint what's going on and who's telling what there's been so many like conspiracy theories around it and then like misinformation people saying it's like oh it's linked to this um pharmaceutical company or this lab and then it's like there's nothing no one who like no one of validity who has actually claimed that but it hit some big news it's it's a little bit all over the place so it's hard to kind of pinpoint what's going on and, and, stay and like who knows it, if china's reporting real numbers um probably started from a wildlife animal market maybe a bat or some sort of cat type thing like uh, SARS kind of started. Um, they really need to crack down on that there. But 
Yeah, just just uh, tr- tough times, especially uh, for companies right now. Um, it's one of the disadvantages of China becoming such a, you know, I mean, the number two powerhouse is so much manufacturing done there. Um, I mean, there's such a big net purchaser of oil. You've seen oil collapse recently. Yeah, just uh, kind of gloomy right now. Uh, but I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't know anything about uh, the virus really, apart from all the research I've done. But I just hope uh, and pray that it gets better and uh, we can contain it before there's really a massive uh, effect on 2020 and beyond business. Absolutely. It's crazy. You know, you worry about so much stuff like economy and resources and like space travel and are we running out of oil and all this stuff and then you get like you forget that like a just like a virus can like just like wipe the fuck people out so yeah man it's puts things in perspective and shows we got a lot of work to do and it's reminding me of like scurvy back in uh when christopher columbus was learning about chris columbus and jacques cartier and stuff well wasn't scurvy just like a lack of vitamin c yeah probably but it was like a deadly disease, man. It like but a, it wasn't a disease. It was just because they were packing a little history lesson for all of you. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like only not, I'm like 95% sure of this. Okay. So I maybe, think, maybe the uh, bubonic plague then in uh, Shakespeare yeah. era is more there accurate. Because I think, I think scurvy was just like they were packing. Or, or, the, uh, the Spanish influenza. Food that would last throughout the whole trip. But there weren't like, like fruits and vegetables like don't last. And there wasn't enough vitamin C. So they were they were uh, vitamin C deficient. And oh man, I should look at that. I've been slacking on my fruits. Ah, ah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, obviously, uh, thoughts and prayers to everyone in China and everyone who's been affected, and uh, hopefully, it gets better soon. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on it. Yeah, yeah. Facebook is. Uh, this is what they like to do, man. You know, they they like to they like to kind of cl- steal and uh, clone other apps a little bit. We saw it with Snapchat. So with and... Facebook as itself. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, by the way. And uh, you know, I I w- honestly don't think it, it, it's a Pinterest clone. Um, it's called Hobby, by the way. It's uh, kind of lets you track um, your like little projects and organize them into a folder. And I guess you could see your friends projects and type thing it's not really like a like pinterest like a global like scrapbook type thing it's more of like it allows you to like track your hobbies and put them together in a nice little like collage and then like post them and like track your progress and stuff like that yeah it's like a it's like a cool scrapbook almost yeah so I, i don't even think it's really like a pinterest competitor in my honest opinion no, but at the end, like, they're all kind of, like, competitors because you're buying for the same, like, screen time, you know? Yeah. Ads. Ad dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook has done this a bunch of times, though. They've tried a bunch of smaller uh, social media, launching new social media apps, and they'll just kill it if it doesn't have enough traction early on. Yeah, exactly. Like, I honestly, I like haven't... The Facebook date. Like, the Facebook date. Oh, yeah. I yeah. What with that. I think it's still going. Like, I don't know. Like, honestly, they're... The Oculus Go too, like it never really caught on and got hype. Like that was something I thought could be really cool. I don't. I feel like people just aren't like as into spending on. 
Because me too, I was like super into it, but I just never, I've never justified buying it. Yeah, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of advertisement or push to market it by them. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that was launched uh, a few weeks ago, and then um, the Oracle himself, uh, Warren Buffett, released his annual shareholder letter yesterday. Honestly, nothing really new that that completely surprised me in it. Um, he talked about a lot of Berkshire's business, uh, specifically insurance. He does love his insurance. And then, uh, you know, Buffett's just, he just kind of reiterates his stance every year about how long, holding super long term and buying companies for 10, 20 or for forever uh, proves to have superior returns. And he's not too concerned about um, the coronavirus type thing right now for, for his stock portfolio, I'm saying long term. Um, which he is right. Like if you look 10 years down the road, it's probably uh, stocks will probably be at a higher place uh, than they are today. Unless this is the bubonic plague 2.0 or something. Um, but yeah, more. He also actually one thing was very different. He laid out a very detailed um, plan of execution of what would happen to his shares and stuff if he or his partner, Charlie Munger, were to pass away. So the succession plan is in full force. The uh, two directors that are supposed to succeed them, they will be attending the uh, shareholder meeting this year and sitting on stage with Charlie and Warren, answering questions for four hours and pounding (laughs) Coca-Colas. I think the guys are around like 40, 50 years old. And uh, it's widely believed they they were the ones that kind of pushed them to uh, finally start buying Amazon. So maybe a little bit of younger thinking um in there but this is the first time in the letter like for a guy who's uh, 90 years old where he's really laid out like what exactly is going to happen if if something were to happen to him and of course he's always on board with apple saying apple's the best company going on right now super into it yeah he's buying a ton of apple and uh, you can't really blame him it's had an amazing stock run up and uh again he plans to buy back a ton of berkshire share uh next year so um, he he doesn't like dividends. He's never paid them out. He prefers to buy back shares or just invest it in the company. Um, he thinks earnings could be. He thinks money can be better spent that way than a dividend. Kevin O'Leary would strongly disagree, but to each its own. Yo, I find when I'm gone, like a, like when I'm traveling, like I'm in motels and shit, like. Dragon's Den, Shark's Tank is always on. Well, Shark's Tank, I guess, always on. Like, yeah, I watch so much of it while I'm gone. I haven't watched it in so long. And then I always see commercials for uh, the the profit, but like <laughs> I never see it on. No, I haven't even seen that yet either. I think it's shit. Yeah, not very good. I think it's like a drama show. But like, like I don't think they like. I don't like. It's like you know, like. I don't think they go in and fix people's businesses as okay. much as like they're more focused on like the drama around the episode, you know? Yeah, 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 makes sense. Um, yeah, and then speaking of Amazon, um, we had talked about this. It feels like two years ago with their cashierless grocery stores. I actually yeah, thought so, some were already open, but uh, yeah. So I, I saw this and I was like, wait, what? But these are full-on grocery stores, whereas I think the other stores were more like. Uh, like little convenience marts, stores, like convenience yeah. stores where you can get like this, you can get like 
like eggplant and like zucchini <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's all charged by the unit. There's no weighted stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you get you get that kind of shit. Um, they they've also said I was reading there's so there's no plans yet to bring this to Whole Foods Market. Um, no, just one store I think in Seattle to start. Yeah, exactly. But apparently, um, they're bringing in a new type of store to Los Angeles year this year. It's not gonna have the cashierless grocery store, but it's like supposed to be some new concept and they're like not letting any details out so i'm kind of curious as to what they're going to do with that interesting but yeah mr bezos making some moves lately he donated how much how much billion to help with the coronavirus was it the coronavirus or the environment it was the environment yeah and i think it was 10 but i could be wrong and you know it might be over like 10 years type thing Mm -hmm. but either way uh good on him and yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Like you saw, um, the BlackRock like they're they're starting to they're they're gonna have like a huge fund where it's uh, just investing in like renewable energy and stuff like that. Um, it's pretty cool, man. I remember like investing in a solar company two years ago, and people were like it's never gonna work. It's yeah. so funny. It's so you never funny. Know. Some, people, some people can just do no right, you know. Like I just typed in like to 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 check. You know, like oh, like be, like just to see how much he had invested, just a fact check, and it's ten billion. But all you, the first articles that pop up is Bezos is pumping ten billion into climate science. That's both good and bad. Some scientists say why Jeff Bezos should give ten billion climate company back to Amazon. Like it's like <laughs> give the guy a break, man. He's just he's just trying, man. He's doing his best out there. Yeah, and. Uh... He also purchased, I think, the most expensive house in L.A. I think is one hundred sixty-five million. It's a big whopping house. So obviously, uh, the Seattle library turned twenty-five bathroom mansion wasn't enough. <laughs> and, uh, this place is insane. From some pictures I saw, or there's not too many pictures, but yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, big house. Plus, like one hundred sixty-five million to him is like. Me buying like an extra pizza on Friday. <laughs> yeah, he's filthy rich. It's insane, man. Um, and we had, a, we, had, we had a bunch of uh, quick deals. I could just uh, run yeah, through rip them. them, out, rip them out. We had a pretty big uh, amount of consolidation in the uh, financial industry recently. Uh, we talked about one last time with Visa buying uh, played. And uh, I feel like there might have been another one too. It was uh, Charles Schwab and... Uh, God, TD Ameritrade, yeah, the brokerages, and then so Morgan Stanley acquired another brokerage, E Trade. Wish I wrote down the the deal amount. Uh, I know it was very large, probably the biggest in their history. I want to say like fifteen billion, seventeen billion, eleven billion, twelve, thirteen, the, <coughs> 13, 13 okay. billion. Yeah. Um. So they pretty much acquire all of E Trade's clients. Um, deal makes sense, I think, for Morgan Stanley. And then we had Intuit buying Credit Karma for $7.1 billion. And uh, if you don't know Intuit, it, uh, maybe you've heard of some of the products they have, which are TurboTax and, uh, oh my God, what's the other one? The accounting, QuickBooks. Yeah. Yo, it's like accounting software and like, QuickBooks. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a pretty big company. I want to say like $75 billion company. Um, Credit Karma allows... Uh, 
it's like easy way for anyone to do a free credit check type thing. So uh, definitely makes sense in their suite of pro- suite of products. And and then we had a pretty sad deal. Uh, Victoria's Secret or L Brands will sell Victoria's Secret um, to a private equity firm. I think it was somewhere like five hundred fifty million. Um, Victoria's Secret's been struggling pretty bad lately, and L Brands probably wants to focus on. Bath and Body Works, which has actually been um, growing at a comp store sale basis. People loving those, loving to moisturize. And uh, moisturizing is key for all you, uh, for all you adults that are getting up into your uh, late twenties. You got to moisturize. Got to keep the money maker uh, looking fresh, looking young. That's right. And uh, I actually have a, a nice uh, Bath and Body cream right now for men. I think. Either way, it smells manly-ish and uh, goes great after I take a nice uh, nice bubble bath or bath bomb. You know, your skin's dry in there, so you got you to moisturize like after. It's smelling a lot less manly-ish. Here. I've kind of uh, cleverly, well, I can't take credit for it because Google or Reddit told me, but uh, I wanted to read in the bath, you know, my Kindle, but I don't want to drop it in the water, screw it all up. So good old Reddit. Someone comes through with the uh, Ziploc bag, put yeah. the Kindle in a Ziploc bag, bubble bath, nice green tea with honey, boom. That's how I used to memorize my oral presentations. I used to put the papers in a Ziploc and like stick them to the walls and just rip like a 30-minute shower and then get out and just know my oral. I've never heard of that before. That's a, that's a smart idea, my friend. Yeah. And More then a shower guy, you know, when the water just like falls on your head, you just you get uh, to this next level zen, you know. It seems like every time I'm in like a really good shower, like I'm really enjoying it. It's like I I know I don't have time for like a 25 minute shower. It's like all right, I got like 10 minutes max in the shower, and then like the water's just hitting perfectly. I'm slowly slowly making it warmer, you know, oh, cranking yeah, up the steam. Like, I can't wait for the first, like, I'm sure they have it somewhere, but I would love, like, a smart, like, shower, like, temperature thing. Like, you know, you can just put your setting. Because, yo, my girlfriend takes the hottest showers, man. Like, I'm like, how are you not cooked after you get (laughs) out of here? Fuck. And, like, it's, like, it'd be cool to have, like, different settings for different people, but, like, it also builds up. Like, it's, like, start me off at, like, this degrees, but then, like, over the next five minutes, build up to this degrees, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if it, like, Slowly warm up. Yeah. That's the way I like it too. Definitely, uh, definitely, will be here in the future. I'm, I'm sure of that. They're gonna have smart everything. So, and then I guess, uh, sorry, except for people. Yeah, and then the last big, uh, big deal, I guess, was uh, T-Mobile and Sprint have finally tied the knot. Man, That's this must like be another one, like a year and a half. Yeah. You know, the regulators been. The judges been looking it over, uh, seeing if, if they should pass the deal through. And uh, I feel like they they have finally let it go through. They're kind of worried that Sprint might not make it if they weren't merging because it's been struggling big time. Um, T-Mobile and Sprint will now be uh, the third biggest telecom giant in the States behind Verizon and AT&T. AT&T is a kind of a more complex company. They have a lot of different businesses too. Like they have uh, DirecTV, I'm pretty sure, and, and stuff like that. 
Um, Verizon's kind of more just like telecom. And uh, T-Mobile, I believe, is selling off some assets or Sprint is uh, in order to make the deal go through to uh, Dish Network. Uh, Dish kind of transitioning, trying to become the fourth player in telecom. Um, so, yeah, just uh, more consolidation going on. And, uh, yeah, we had, uh, I guess, a couple more things. It was late yesterday that uh, CEO of Disney, Bob Eager, has stepped down. He was kind of planning on stepping down for a while, but it was a step down immediately. A bit of a surprise move, to be honest. And he named, uh, sorry, bud, I forgot your name, the new CEO. I'll learn it next conference call. But he was the CEO of Disney Parks, amusement parks. And that's very surprising because many thought it would be the head of the Disney Plus, the CEO of Disney Plus, like streaming content and stuff like that. Because that's obviously, well, in my opinion, like the future of Disney as a company. And uh, obviously the parks are nice and, and they do well, but... Um, perhaps not the the future of the company so well maybe uh, it's like maybe they just want the guy in, in charge of streaming just to keep focus on streaming and they have some like internal thing where the ceo will fuck with him and we'll just keep yeah and maybe like whatever he was ceo of parks for a few years like he's actually just a fucking dope smart ass businessman like he can yeah. do anything so a bit of a shock that it kind of happened uh right away now especially because like you know disney had to shut parks in china and stuff with the coronavirus and you're probably going to see less uh, traveling even in the United States and people wanting to go out in massive public places with just the fear going on. So he will remain as director and uh, he'll probably like still be calling the shots for the next little while or at least having a great amount of influence. He's made more money than God and he's done a pretty good job. So Mickey Mouse gets a new man to lead him <laughs> to the next... There, there you have Five it. Five to folks. ten years. Man, I need to get my uh, my stamina back. Over thirty minutes in, and I'm struggling. I haven't talked in forever, I'm losing it. I think that beer chug uh, did me in a little. What was the uh, beer of choice today? Uh, the only beer I had in the fridge, Heineken. Mm. <laughs> like honestly, I not really a great chugger. Not a great chugger. I let it sit for a little bit though. <laughs> Cold beer hurts the teeth. Oh yeah. I'm, uh, by the way, drinking delicious 7-Up, um, mm. um, 7-Up, um, no beer. I did have a nice beer last night, though, uh, so I'll take, uh, what did I have? I don't even remember. That's how, uh, yeah. I'm really pumped to see this new, uh, this new Josh Radner show <laughs> yeah. on, uh, on Netflix that's out. Pumped. Got to finish some other ones I'm, I'm finalizing now. I'm going to watch the end of Mr. Robot. Super pumped. I'm actually watching uh, with the girlfriend. She's actually way ahead of me, but uh, maybe anyone looking for a kind of a fun watch, you know, it's a it's a good, it's a solid watch. Not like a super amazing, but it's called Sex Education. Uh, we've been oh, watching that. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's enjoyable. Like it's a, it's a good kind of feel good, you know. Like oh, I love a good feel good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good couple show to watch. I find nice for uh, anyone out there looking for something, something to get get into. Nice. Yeah. I had something else and I can't remember, man. Oh, well. Save it for next time. Say la vie. You have uh, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. Uh, you know, like I said at the beginning, great to be back. 
Yeah. Wrapping some business news. It's a little bit of a clusterfuck when we've been off for so long. Like stuff has kind of fallen under the cracks. But uh, yeah, a lot of surface level, like di- deep diving too much. But uh, yeah, and when you know what we uh, we're fucking you know we we were busy in that too. So uh, we are sorry for being off for so long. But uh, we're back now. I think we should be good two weeks for the oh, next. Oh yeah, two uh, weeks from now you'll be hearing a nice energetic uh, Jimbo back on the mic. Yeah, yeah, same but here. But in- until then, from all of us here at the Business Boys, thanks for tuning in. As always, appreciate your support, and uh, yeah, check you later. Peace out.